Welcome to Meanie Roo Podcast with your host, Kate Morgan. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Meanie Roo Podcast. Have you heard about the Joe Rogan controversy? I just wanted to jump on here and talk about my support for Joe Rogan and for Spotify. Thank you, Spotify, for... Um, I know artists don't really like them because, you know, uh, they allow people like me to get on and, and put up stuff and... I'm not really looking, you know, to be famous like some of these artists are with their music, but I'm more trying to get facts out and they don't like the fact that they don't get paid. Like I think Taylor Swift is against them. Neil Young, as you know, and Joni Mitchell are now against them for political reasons, which isn't the same guy, Neil Young, that was against the man about like freedom and and all this. Like what happened? Well, I read some research. I guess Neil Young's company got bought by an investment firm, and now I think he was paid like $50 million or half of his music in his catalog. So when you no longer own your music, I think Barry Manilow, Journey Mitchell are underneath this as well. Um, you, you know, have to go with the narrative to keep that, you know, money in your bank. It's all about money. Remember, follow the money. <laughs> But this is what I like about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan completely owns his podcast. It was him and a bunch of his friends who wanted to get together and talk about things that were going on in the world. Just a freedom of assembly. Just getting together like you would at a bar, at a restaurant, at church, in a park. Um, Just, you know, things that people do. They get together and they decided to do it on a platform on Spotify, which I love Spotify. That's where um, my music, or music, I'm not saying, that's where my uh, podcast goes and on Amazon Music and also on my website. But Spotify clearly gets, you know, the most views. Um, It is widely known. I I remember my sister-in-law was always telling me, you need to get on Spotify. This is a couple of years ago. And um, she was trying to get me off Pandora. And she, she was successful because they do... I do like their platform quite a bit. Um, so I saw this petition going around with um, Joe Rogan supporting him uh, about you know his, his show. I don't believe he spreads misinformation. What I believe he does is, is he goes in with an open mind and he listens to the people that come on his show. And the people that have come on his show, you know, they have extensive backgrounds. I mean, there's one doctor that has the most peer-reviewed articles in cardiology that came in. And then all of a sudden, it was this big deal. Why? Because this guy has a lot of credentials and he knows what he's talking about. Talk about Dr. Peter McCullough. And then, you know, Dr. Robert um, W. Malone went on. You know, he has like five patents of the original mRNA. You know, go look it up. Patent law is very important, it seems like. That is the bread and butter of the science community is what I'm trying to be pushing on this podcast. So you need to understand why these people are important. Um, big things that you need to be looking for coming up in the next couple of months. Patent laws. Really understanding um, trademark laws and how vitally and important and how um, scientists um, have been figuring out how to sell it to universities and how the university system is involved with this as well. Um, there's so much that we don't know because mass media, you know, has been bought and paid off. I mean, we know Bill Gates paid $319 million to mass media um, to fit a certain narrative. We know that the... the the Bay Dole Act of the 1980, the Patent and Trademark Law, granted scientists and um, doctors who were d- using federal research, meaning taxpayers' money, 
once they did a discovery, they could turn around and patent it and then sell it to universities and, and make like 50 million off of it, right? I'm just throwing out numbers, but I think I read that somewhere. But these are things that are happening in real time and it's catching up to them because people are getting sick. They're coming to find out they're actually doctors and nurses that can't be bought. They believe strongly in their Hippocratic Oath and they'd rather die than break it. There are some that just turn the cheek and look the other way. They'd rather you know, go by memos, not the science. And I'm thankful for people like Dr. Peter McCullough. I'm thankful for people like Dr. Pierre Corey and Dr. Mary T. Bowden and, and the scientist, um, Dr. Uh, Christina Parks. I am truly grateful for these individuals who are continuing to do real work, work with patients, do the studies, uh, peer review these case studies. You know, they haven't quit working. They didn't stop. They're not just mitigating symptoms and letting people be comfortable and die. They're actually saving people. Some of these people have saved over 5,000, 10,000 people. That is cutting into the bottom line of these hospitals, you know, their budgets. <laughs> so kind of going back, um, this is just a quick, you know, little, I wanted to jump on here really fast and talk about this, but um, Joe Rogan, I am thankful for him. I'm thankful for him getting Sanjay Gupta on. I'm thankful for all the plethora of people that have come on his show and been able to have a genuine, like Jordan Peterson was on the other day. Like that was a great show. It was a long show. I mean, I think I watched it for a total of three days. It'd be in my car and wherever I'd go, I'd listen to it. You know, um, I usually listen to it in my kitchen when I'm cleaning in the morning and you know, getting gathering in my thoughts. Uh, I love listening to um, long podcasts because I, I hate having to constantly having to find new ones. And I think that is the cool thing about Joe Rogan's podcast is, is I'm one of those people that like to have something long term in the background that I can learn while I'm doing other things because I'm a big multitasker. Some people say multitasking is not a thing. You don't have ADHD or whatever the hell it is that I have because let me tell you, I can get a lot done. It's insane how much I get done if I just get on this like focus and I cleaned my whole house today Like top to bottom like everything laundry vacuumed mopped dishes Moved everything from where it was like field day cleaned it the bulkheads everything cleaned my whole house I have guests coming over. I wanted to make sure my house was cleaned opened all the windows cleaned the window seals like everything I had so much energy today, and I'm so thankful to getting back to you know my health I am thankful that I work out I eat right I eat meat I take my vitamins um, I am spiritually happy. I am great with the Lord and I am truly grateful for my family and friends and my support group um, thankful for this podcast. I'm truly grateful for my listeners. So if you want to support Joe Rogan, I'm going to put the petition at the bottom of this link, go to it, sign it. It's in support of keeping up what he's doing. And I just wanted to play like a quick little clip of something that came up of him today. Uh, I find it very interesting that he went on and actually like apologized, you know, and said to people like, hey, I'm really sorry about this, um, but I really like Neil Young and like I'm a fan and Joni Mitchell and like he has no ill will towards anybody. If this is the decisions they want to make. Then, you know, you're allowed to have your opinion. You know, I'm sorry that it's going to you know, affect you in the long run. But at this point in time, like, I'm sorry, like, I wasn't expecting this podcast to be what it is. It took on its kind of own machine, which is fabulous in its own sense. But at the same time, he's having people on that are fitting in our real world scenarios. It's not fitting a narrative. It's fitting what's actually happening. And so he's not trying to just, you know, think inside the box. He thinks outside the box where a lot of us are in this world. Um, so let me just play a little clip. 
but to address some of the controversy that's been going on over the past few days. And first of all, to say thank you to everyone that sent love and support. I truly, truly appreciate it. And it's been very nice to hear from you. I wanted to make this video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. Um, the podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two, one with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, and because of that, those episodes in particular... Uh, they, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID, you would be removed from social media. They would, they would ban you from certain platforms. Now... That's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now, that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now, that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely. I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. Um, I'm not interested in only talking to people that uh, have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta on, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, he is on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. I had uh, Dr. Peter Hotez on, who is uh, a vaccine expert. I'm interested in finding out what is correct and find, I'm also finding out how people come to these conclusions and what the facts are. So that's just a little bit of a video that he put up this morning and kind of explaining his side of the whole debacle that you guys are hearing and people are making news out of like I am right now. Because to me, you know, that's still our freedom right there. Like Joe Rogan still represents freedom, freedom to be able to assemble and have open opinion and open dialogue. I mean, I've asked a lot of people because I've been going out, you know, I have, you know, 
ultimate protection now. I have, I've had COVID-19. And so I've, you know, able to even be more confident. I know that sounds crazy, but more confident. Now I know how people feel when they got the vaccines, you know, like they felt very confident thinking it was going to protect them. Right. Knowing what we know now, that's, it's a farce. Um, so I've been talking to people and I'm asking them, did you hear about the U.S. Senate hearing with the COVID-19 second round opinions with all the medical doctors and the scientists throughout the United States? And they were like, no, well, really? Like, that's a big deal. They're talking about mechanisms of route, how to use certain medications, and they're having pushback with pharmacies and insurance companies uh, on off-brand um, uh, medications, and, and they're getting threatened their medical license if they even prescribe this well-known safe you know, drug. And it, it's they don't know who to talk to. They don't understand what's happening in the medical community, and they're all not coming together and being able to s- assemble and have a conversation. But before, it would be labeled as misinformation, or they would be labeled as conspiracy theorists. These top, well-renowned doctors that have patents, that have scholarships named after them at, at your certain universities, have you know one of the highest peer-reviewed cardiologists in the world is questioning this and you're telling me that he's spreading misinformation like he's actually seeing patients every single doctor are seeing patients and then the scientists are either involved in the research or they've had a loved one that has actually passed and they have been doing research on it themselves so this is the time where if you got vaccinated i'm sorry but you should also believe in your freedom still. You need, you're fighting for your freedom right now. Your freedom of assembly, your freedom for the Second Amendment, your freedom of speech, your freedom to be able to say what you need to about your children. Your children should not be vaccinated. I'm going to come out and say that. Why would you give them something that has been proven not to stop the spread, not to stop them from getting it, and to not even mitigate symptoms? Why would you even risk that with your child? Don't. Like, this is just common sense. And you can sit there and call that misinformation that you want, but you need to really look at what I said and, and, and subtract the emotion out of it. A vaccine is supposed to stop transmission. These do not stop transmission. And they are gene therapy. They have come out and said it is a type of gene therapy. And people will be like, oh, gene therapy has been around for a very long time. Exactly. It has. So this is not new information. So why are you not questioning why is it not stopping transmission? Exactly. So don't be pushing these on children. This is not the time. You need to be saving these children. Like, seriously. And uh, a couple of other things. Stop labeling people conspiracy theorists. People that actually read or are actually involved in what's going on. And not just getting tidbits of off of NPR or Fox News or CNN or, or MSNBC or whatever the hell. Jan Psaki. Like, these people are not informed. They are the um blockers they're the ones who are blocking information and only a little bit's getting sleeping through like breadcrumbs and usually those breadcrumbs sometimes you can start following the money with them and they end up telling you the right direction by accident like Jen Psaki she accidentally slipped the other day and said something that she's so thankful and grateful for working for President Obama I mean I'm sorry (laughs) Joe Biden so things 40 and slips slip out all the time and we know what's going on and we just need to keep pushing and we need us to keep, you know, waking up all the lion lionesses, the ones that have been having that gut feeling that something is wrong. And we still need to be able to support people that have platforms that have still have freedom of speech that have not been censored. Um, Twitter is an absolutely horrible place. Um, I've never got on Twitter it was never for me. It just seems not 
I know it sounds crazy. It's not real, but it just didn't seem like a place where I wanted to be. Getter is a good place. Um, I'm still on Instagram. I still have my Facebook page, but more and more we get into, you know, everything is going on. Like they've censored me so much. I can't even wish people happy birthday. <laughs> and anytime I put anything up, they block whatever I put up for like 24 hours. I am now on another 90 day suspension and it's just a lot of censorship and all this stuff I'm getting out of books. I'm getting out of peer reviews, um, of, off of their websites, off of government websites. And that's the crazy part. Like this is not stuff that, you know, I'm getting off some random thing, you know, X, Y, Z website. It's like NIH, the pubmed.gov, um, FDA, CDC, like I'm getting it off of their websites and I'm putting the links in my bio so you can actually follow it yourself. And I think that is the craziest thing about all of this. Like we're putting up information that they're putting out and then we're getting it censored. That makes no sense. And that's what's happening to Joe Rogan. These individuals who've been on his show that have caused so much uproar, like they have so many peer-reviewed articles that that's actually on a CDC website. That's actually on NIH website. Their names are there as being someone who is accredited for peer reviews. So if you want to do your part, go and sign the petition for Joe Rogan. Um, I will put the link in here below and also the video that you just listened to on here of him. It will be the full link so you can actually go to his site and watch that. And thank you so much for being supportive of Meeting Room Podcasts. We're a little bit of a rebel over here. We dare to be brave. We dare to be bold. We dare to be you every day. Meeting Room. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to start your own podcast, please go over to Buzzsprout. I'll put the link down below where you can get two free hours that it will upload to your specific platforms that you choose. There's actually some uh, YouTube videos by Pat Flynn that he'll walk you through how to set up your podcast. It's really great. And, and you just, if you want to learn, you're going to learn. You've got the will. You, you got it. Okay. We need more truth seekers out there, more freedom fighters and more patriots. And thank you so much to all my veterans for listening. I love you. Thank you so much for standing strong and taking care of your mental health and understanding that everything that you did, it wasn't for nothing. You know how to survive. You know how to lead people. And we need you. Thank you so much for all that you did. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to Meaning Root Podcast. Stay free. Stay safe.